The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Well, welcome to Amplify. We are live in D.C., and we have guests from all over the United States. And after such a wonderful Mother's Day, we are having this as a, a very pink show. Everyone was required to wear pink dresses, including me, so I'm pretty excited to be sporting a pink dress. I've never even worn a dress before, so it's pretty cool. And I wanted to give a big thank you to uh, A Bug Free Mind for a, an amazing experience this past week. We had seven days of talking to some of the most brilliant minds in the U.S. on how to market better, and I am so thankful to have someone on our team that is a brilliant marketer and strategist, and that's Joyce White Nelson, who is the upcoming author of Shift. How are you doing, Joyce? Hey, Ken. I have my pink on, too. I'm pretty excited about that. So I wanted to be in keeping with all the guests today. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, writing this book, Shift, and... um, this is a great uh, segue to someone that you introduced me to, Jonathan Green. So he's a brilliant mind uh, from Vanderbilt, and I'm working with him through your introduction, so that's awesome. And Shift is really about um, discovering, really, it's my passion, discovering that people are really your greatest asset in business. And so that's what it's, uh, the overall, what it's going to be about, Ken. Well, I think it's very cool that we've had so much practice with connecting people because back in 2008 when we met on Perfect Networker, the platform really Mm -hmm. encouraged unconditional giving, the Bob Bird go-giver principle, and you have been my favorite person to connect because you actually turn a relationship and a connection into something that even comes back to me, so uh, I'm blown away by I can give you a connection. Next thing I know, you're calling me back and saying, hey, Jonathan Green is going to help me do my book, and... You want to publish the book through Perfect Publishing. So where do I sign up to give more connections to you? (laughs) I have a little formula for that, Ken. It's called Initiate, Nurture, and Sustain. So, you know, you initiate, I nurture it, and then, you know, sort of like volleyball. Back to you, Ken. So we get the sustaining going. Um, Awesome. You know, uh, my children are all adult children, and... For the moms out there, we know that once a mom, always a mom. So, And we become moms of multiple families of children and extended families and children that honor our own. And so it's an awesome day to honor that whole institution of motherhood, whoever you're a mother for. Well, since we have so many guests today, which is actually kind of unusual, I want to make sure we break away and give everyone an opportunity to talk about their Mother's Day. But I'll just say very quickly... 
that I thought about reserving brunch Mother's Day on Friday morning. And in Columbia, Maryland, that is a no-no. And if you want to be at the best restaurants, they inform me that you need to book brunch sometimes as much as a year out. So today, I booked brunch at the Elkridge Furnace Inn at 10.30 in the morning next year. <laughs> and, and, and I laugh about that because when I called and I said, hey, I'd like to make a reservation, she says, when would you like to have the reservation? I said, well, I'd like to make it for Mother's Day. And she goes, hun, that's been and gone. And I said, oh, because <laughs> I'm not interested in this Mother's Day. For, I know that's already passed. So uh, how was your Mother's Day, Gita? It was fantastic. My son took me out for lunch. Uh, figuratively, though I paid for it, but that's okay. <laughs> It was amazing. We had a great time. Uh, I cooked dinner in the evening, and uh, it, was, it was spectacular, as always. So every day is Mother's Day for me. <laughs> well, I for, that's beautiful. I forgot to ask Joyce about her, her excitement and actually how she's progressing through the book. I know she's been blocking off time, and next week's a big week for possibly uh, getting near the goal line. But, uh, Gita, how's your book coming along? It's coming along beautifully. Um, working on my manuscript, Gratitude Leadership. That's my solo book, and uh, I'm sure Ken uh, has very kindly suggested that uh, he publish the book for me, so I'm super-duper excited. <laughs> and before we get too far ahead of ourselves, that'll be your second book. Your first book just came out, is that correct? No, your second Your second book just came out, right? Yes. Yes, it did. It's my second and book, I... Courage and the Siege. My first book was Journey to the, Journey to the Stage, Volume 4, with Women's Prosperity Network. That was a best-selling uh, book, and... My second book with uh, Peggy Lee Hansen's publication, uh, Courageous Women Publication, uh, is Courage Under Siege, and that's the term, the international best-selling book. Yay, I'm so excited. And Peggy Lee is on here today with us. <laughs> oh, I know she is, and that was why I did this whole setup, because we're bringing Peggy Lee on the show right now. Would you give a great introduction to her? Absolutely. Can't wait to talk about it. Peggy Lee Hansen, thank you so much for joining us today. She is an amazing person. She follows her passion of writing as an author of more than seven books, coach, publisher, and her newest book, her anthology book, with me and nine other phenomenal women, Courage and the Siege, Adversity to Victory, is an international bestseller and a hot new release on Amazon Kindle. The big warm welcome to Peggy Lee Hansen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Gita. Thank you, Ken. Thank you, Joyce. For having me on the show today. I really appreciate it and, and so excited to talk about books and writing and mothers and everything. Well, let's start off with uh, Mother's Day. How was it for you? What'd you do? My Mother's Day was actually very quiet. Um, we are celebrating our daughter-in-law's college graduation next weekend back in Wisconsin, and so that's where a lot of the celebration will be happening. And I currently am temporarily in New York and uh, with my husband, who's here on a contract position, and so uh, I'm not real close to the kids um, geographically right now, and uh, so we'll be getting together at least with two out of the three that we don't see all that much, um, but I always have a, a nice, quiet Mother's Day on on the actual day, just because I just like to just be quiet, go with the flow, and not get so crazy about, you know, things, and we usually go out like the day before or the Friday before and do a celebrating. 
So I want to know about your international bestsellers. How did you create an international bestseller? What would you recommend to someone so that they can have that kind of success? Oh, my goodness. To create an international bestseller. Yeah, give us the ingredients. You need a network. You know, you need a network, need a network of people. And uh, you can't necessarily do it alone um, because you, you need... Well, people need people to accomplish anything. And the great thing about that is that we are never alone. We may think we are alone in what we do, but actually I believe that we are not. And if anyone is feeling alone, it, it's, um, it, it takes time to, you know, get, to reach through that block that all you have to do is just reach out to someone and you won't ever be alone. Um, well, I just want to say that I felt alone and then I met Gita and Joyce and they were alone and I met a lot of other people that were alone and I was like, I don't feel alone anymore because <laughs> we're all alone. <laughs> That's all right. That works. <laughs> yeah, ever since I you know, got introduced to Joyce, I'm never alone either. She's always you know, doing a great job I'm of everywhere. networking and bringing people together. It's just awesome. All right, and you're calling in from New York, so what are you accomplishing while you're there? What I'm accomplishing while I'm here is yeah. I just what continue on with my business of writing and publishing. And mainly uh, what I do these days is publish works of women entrepreneurs who want to take that next up in their business and get their words of wisdom and expertise out into the world. And um, so I uh, connect with them and try to encourage them to write a book. If it, you know, it doesn't have to be war and peace, doesn't have to be anything big, but if they have a system, a process um, of any kind, they can write a book and take that to, uh, you know, different places wherever they speak. Uh, you know, they can, people can buy it online through Amazon, either through Kindle, or they can also turn it into a print book or people can actually hold something in their hands. But the main thing is just to get their words out and into the world because someone is waiting to hear what they have to say. Okay, so going back to the ingredients of making an international bestseller, you said that you have to have a large network. You certainly don't want to do it alone. You want to collaborate with other leaders and authors. And how many books does one need to sell to, to hit an international bestseller? And how, yeah, that, let's go with that first. Okay, I think it's the, the number of books is, um, it varies depending on the, the, the genre of the book and the, the theme. Um, we sold well over 100 during our first day, and that is something that I've seen as an average that other uh, publishers will say, that at least you should have at least 100 books sold within a certain time period, and that's helped okay. to bring up that algorithm on Amazon to make you a, a bestseller. Gotcha. So you help coach people on how to hit the numbers and to market it correctly. I am just basically starting into that practice. Um, 
uh, mainly it's just been getting people published, and it just so happened that you know I, I'm getting I get divine downloads. Um, they're basically not my own ideas. I feel I feel that they come from the clouds and the heaven and the skies and the universe and whoever else runs this big beautiful world of ours. And um, I was guided uh, almost two years ago to get an anthology of writers together um, to get a book out so that more than one person per book can get their words out. And um, so now with this, I just kind of put together a program, um, and it was like um, an eight-week program. And it wasn't just people, you know, getting contacted to write their chapter and be done with it and let them go. It was a whole training program that I took them through so that they would be ready to go out and do the marketing. They would feel comfortable enough, you know, to talk to their friends and families and their personal and business networks to be able to go out and talk about the book and what to be also excited to talk about their book that was going out. So um, basically this book just puts me into the arena right off the top and then what best way it could possibly turn up that it ends up being an international bestseller and then also an international hot new release in both Canada and the United States. It was just a phenomenal experience, especially just coming out of the game. So I need to run the process. Is it your first one that is an international bestseller? It is. Okay. And so Amazon notifies you that you hit the mark, right? Yes. And how important would you say the cover of the book is? Does that help uh, market the book and sell it better, in your opinion? Um, I'm not sure if the, the cover, I, you know, it would have to do an in-depth analysis of the people who actually purchased the book, if it, the cover um, played any part in it. Because um, it's, it's a, the cover also kind of came to me as, this is how it wanted to be presented. And, but I knew that um, I wanted to get the Kindle version out first so that we could get the international or to get the bestseller status at least so that I could put this pretty little ribbon on the print copy for the cover. So that would show as well that, you know, there was some work involved into getting it into this um, status. Um, that well, not every book goes into. Sure. I, well, I'm, I'm interested and, and perplexed because I know uh, in my world, the marketing and the book cover are a very essential components to keeping the book alive and getting the traction and engagement on, on social media. But uh, since you obviously uh, got the trophy of an international bestseller, that's awesome. And I think one of the things I was talking to Joyce and Gita about is how you put experts together so a book comes out professional, markets professional, hits obviously the Amazon or the New York Times uh, accolades that you want. And then obviously the, the part that Joyce is a specialist at is taking a book and having a call to action so people actually get on stages more or they're able to sell their programs or they, they, they become the expert they need to be in their career so they really show up and they, they capitalize on that yep. book effort. Yep, exactly. And that's what I based this book on as well. 
so that I could help these people capitalize on what they do and share what they do. All right, so, so now we they have, have a book that we can do on stage. We have a couple more guests, and I want them to all have uh, an opportunity to share about their Mother's Day and you know the things that they're doing in life. But I wanted to give you an opportunity to share the authors' names that are in this book, so we can at least uh, let them know that they got a shout out on Amplified. Sure. To, okay. Yeah, go ahead the, and say the, the authors' names. Author- all right. Sorry. <laughs> the contributing authors to this book, Courage Under Siege: Adversity to Victory, are listed by alphabetically by last name, Susan D. Robertus, Lee Dundas, Susan Glusica, Peggy Lee Hansen, myself, Donna Kozik, Gita Krishnan, Leanda Ludwig, Connie McCracken, Julia Neiman, Holly Titus, and Tammy Treyer. And all of them made the difference in helping this book become international bestsellers. Congratulations to all of you. And I want to give Gita an opportunity to introduce our next guest, Patty. Absolutely can't wait. Our next guest today is Alison Harvey. She is an amazing friend. She's a beautiful lady. I was part of her show, Women on Fire, in Atlanta. She's a lady behind Women on Fire Network. She created to support the children in Haiti with education and with the goal of 10,000 toys for them also supporting women entrepreneurs with her events. A big warm welcome to Alison Harvey. Thank you, Ms. Gita. Most welcome. So, Alison, you're going to have a very tricky situation because I asked Gita to uh, do the introduction for Patricia. So you have to mm-hmm. be Patricia for this segment of the show, and by default, Patricia has to be you for the last segment. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> okay. We're, no, I'm kidding you, Gita. We're, we're, we're all good. Um, <laughs> absolutely. So, Allison, how was your Mother's Day? Um, it was interesting because I am originally from Trinidad and Tobago, and I just spent um, my mother's birthday on the 14th of April with her in Trinidad. She turned 80 years old, and so I wasn't with her for Mother's Day because I live in Toronto, so I was back in Toronto. And on Sunday, I actually spent time with an international singer promoting the cause of the lost girls that are still being held captive in Nigeria. Well, thank you for stepping up to do those kind of things that make a difference. I, uh, I've actually been to Trinidad and Tobago. They're oh, beautiful, thanks. beautiful. How did you like it? World. I loved it. I mean, I was mainly in Trinidad. I was, uh, so that was very, very colorful. Was, I think I missed Carnival by a little bit, so... Really cool, okay. awesome. But I went to both places. They're 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 quite different. Very different, yes. Yeah. yeah, actually, I spent a couple of days in Tobago and one or two days in Trinidad. So awesome. So, um, are you wearing pink today? Yes, I am. Well, I, I'm the originator of the pink wear. I started wearing pink back in 2008, and now it's known like my color. So, there you go. Well, great. Uh, Gita, I want to give you an opportunity to ask a question since this is your guest that you brought on. I'll give you the first question. I would love to. Thank you so much, uh, Ken. Alison, this is something amazing. I'm so excited to have you here, first of all. And we just met in Atlanta at your event. I, I was speaking and uh, did the gratitude work for you and also performed for the cause, a uh, beautiful dance. So it is such an amazing event. So please share a little more about event and how do you, how you support 
the um, hate children in Haiti with their education, with the, with the toys that you want to support them with, and also the W um, Women Entrepreneurs, ESC. Okay, thank you so much, Gita, for your time and being part of Women on Fire in Atlanta, which was started with the aim of raising funds to support children in Haiti. The first year I went to Haiti was 2010, and I've been going ever since. I've been going to Haiti for the past seven years, taking toys to the children there. We've now shifted to school supplies, food, and so on. This year we donated three wheelchairs to a home for disabled children in Taba, Haiti as well. Our grand vision is to create a home for young ladies coming out of the orphanage who have very little opportunities in a country like Haiti and making a way for them to be self-sustaining in the country so they have something to look forward to for themselves as well as their children. Well, Allison, you have a huge heart. You are all about making the positive difference in the world. Um, giving others opportunities, uh, that's how I look at it. People say, you do so much, but I say an opportunity opens many doors. And I'm sure we've all experienced that. Um, my mom, I look at her a lot. She didn't have the opportunities, and I think she could have done so much more with her knowledge, her kindness, her giving spirit if she had more opportunities. So I love to create that for grown-ups, children in Haiti. It's the children, giving them something to look to look forward to because in a country that's been devastated um, from one end to the other, lack of education, lack of funding, lack of structure, schooling, there's so many things they're lacking with, but they still have the hope in their heart for a better tomorrow. So if I can create opportunities for some of them, this is what I work towards with Woman on Fire. You know, when you light a candle with a candle, you take away nothing. So our hope is for women to help these women create a future for themselves. And how did you make the connection to the Haitian causes um, from Atlanta and from when after, yeah, After the earthquake, when I went to Haiti and I saw the need, um, I decided that I had to do something about it. It's really easy to write a check, to donate money, to donate things, but living and understanding what the Haitian people are going through day after day, living through the aftermath. A lot of people know Haiti from the earthquake, from the cholera, from the hurricane back um, in October last year, but few people stay for the aftermath. And that's where I come in, to create awareness, to create initiatives for people to keep their eye on Haiti and to know that there are still millions of people in need of the help not just at the junction of having something devastating happen. I agree with you. And uh, Joyce had mentioned with our Keep Smiling initiative that uh, places like Haiti that need funding, that the book could actually help raise money uh, and, and cause positivity in the world. And then she also had talked about a program called Delight that I think she can just speak on live. And, and she, I think she even has a question for you. So, Joyce, you want to take over and ask a couple questions? Sure. Hey, Allison, I first wanted to say, you know, I had such a great first conversation with you. I just want to say that publicly <laughs> on the radio. After we a long time, the telephone and we probably talked for two hours. So yes, that did. was a, yeah, great connection. I was very excited after that. You know, I was, I, I, I don't know this for sure, but do you actually have a book, Allison? No, I don't. 
Okay. But I'm surrounded by that? writers, and we touched on that a little bit when I had told you about mm-hmm. the book I have in my head, running around mm-hmm. loose. We have to birth <laughs> yes, it. We have to birth it. Yeah, what is that? Tell everybody what's running around loose in your head. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I would say um, an, an average person going to Haiti and experiencing Haiti, I realize that a lot of people like that. They hear, they read about it, you know, they hear on the news, but most people connect Haiti to devastation. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, the earthquake, or the, the hurricane, cholera, and these are the things that connected them to Haiti, and I want them to see the other side of Haiti. The Citadel, the Jacmel, Bassem Blue, Lavache. Meet the children, the people, in a way that they realize that it's not the earthquake that created them, it's the country, and the kids are looking forward to a better future, and in some way reach out a hand in the aftermath to help in some way, small or large. If we all did a little bit, just a little bit, there's so much more we can do for these children, which are the future of Haiti. You know, That's uh, awesome. Joy, I think uh, we could do it, Allison. I think I, I can think of some ways to go about that, so we'll have to talk about that some more. You know, Ken oh. also mentioned um, this uh, delight. This, there's a man that Ken introduced me to named Barry Shore, and Barry Shore would be very interested in this also because he's a man of a big heart that really what you're saying is let's take a really good look at the real people that live there, at the heart of the people, at the heart of the culture, and what it is they need and love. And let's make it easy for people to give to them, give of their time, give of their understanding, right, of the culture, that it isn't Mm -hmm. just only devastation. There's life beyond that, and to help create that life beyond that. And Barry Shore, who I mentioned, is actually in the process of um, he he has created a tool to help people do that, and this tool is called Delight, and he's raising a billion, billion, and the way he says it is so cute, it's much better to hear him say it, billion dollars uh, with people not ever having to spend a penny. Mm. So I'm going to say that again. People that are raising a billion dollars but they do not have to spend a penny because he has thought of a brilliant way for people to do that through just living their everyday life. Does that sound interesting to you? That sounds amazing because I I always say the reason I started um, Woman on Fire is because I don't like asking people for money. So I created a platform where people could come together, connect, benefit, and at that same time, they're helping these children. Mm-hmm. Well, I so think just imagine the money in a people could just help without spending more money, like, like magic. So mm-hmm. it'd be like Barry on fire. So we're going to have to introduce you, okay? Oh, that deal? Yes, that sounds great. Okay. Well, we're down to a couple minutes, Thank and you. I want to make sure we have an opportunity to hear how to connect with uh, Allison. So before we do, I just want to say that the mastermind of Bug Free Mind that I went and attended, they had this huge closeout party and they gave all the food, they gave all the, uh, the cooking supplies, every single thing they could to um, a, a couple of different causes 
so they can get it to the right people. And how do we get a hold of you, Allison? How do people follow you in Women in Fire? I am on Facebook under 10,000 Toys for Haiti. I have my website, which is Hope Crossing Border, and people can register and become a member. They can become a friend of Haiti. They could become a corporate sponsor as well. So you can like my page, and I tell everybody, do a little bit. You know, do what you can. Do what your heart tells you to do. And when is your next event? My next event is actually happening in October in Toronto. It's called Beauty and Bubbles. And Beauty and Bubbles is an event where we want to raise $10,000 to buy a piece of equipment which will create sanitary napkins for women in Haiti and provide employment for them as well. And that all that stuff that's happening in your head, we need to extract it and give birth to a book. What's the name of the book going to be that's going to help raise money for Haiti? Well, I have a couple of names that I spoke with um, Joyce about it, and she, she wasn't too enthusiastic with my name, so she had put some names forward. And Give them a honest. try. That's just one opinion. But my name for my book would be I'm Not Haitian, because a lot of people think I am because I'm black, and then they realize I'm actually not Haitian. Well, I can kind of see Joyce's point is like it doesn't necessarily, well, you know, the best way to do it is you just make a book cover and you ask people, what does this mean to you? Would you buy it? And that's, that's kind of why I was asking Peggy earlier about how much the books influence people because a lot of people do say they buy a book or they're intrigued by a book by the cover. So it was wonderful having you on the program and you can stay on the line because we are going to keep rocking this for the second segment and both of you will be asked probably a couple questions and be able to interject some questions and commentary for the second segment. So we'll be back in a couple minutes. Thank you so much. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. How is your work-life balance? In most businesses, no matter where you are positioned, there is always room for improvement. If you're an executive, learn insight about your business. Are you an employee? Learn how to better work with your team. Even if you're not in business, you can learn where your strengths and weaknesses can be played to their best potential. The Work-Life Balance with host Rick Morris can be heard live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 
Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Welcome back to Amplified. Segment two, that first segment went by so quickly. And here we are in second segment, and we are bringing Patricia Rogers on the line to hear about all the excitement that's going through it and happening in her life. I have been watching what she's doing on Facebook, and she is shaking things up. <laughs> so, Gita, <laughs> let's, keep the, let's keep the ball and the pace rolling. Absolutely. Can't wait. Okay. Patricia, so, so, so happy Hi, to have you here. How are you doing? Hi, everybody. Thank you, Thank you so <laughs> much. How are today? I, I want to share a little more about you. Patricia Rogers is, is a, an amazing friend, and she's been on my show, A Dynamic Growth with Gratitude, as a guest speaker. Alison Harvey has been on my show. Peggy Lee Hansen has been on my show. It's been it's such a... Um, the honor to have all these amazing ladies today on Mother's Day special. Patricia Rogers retired after 29 years of her service in law enforcement. She now supports entrepreneurs, teaching them through her entrepreneur breakthrough system that will help them to live, thrive, and survive in today's economy. A big warm welcome to Patricia Rogers. Patricia. Well, hello, Gita. Again, how's everybody doing? Uh, we are doing great. Patricia, I just want to say something to you. It is so nice to see you. <laughs> I'm not falling for that kid. <laughs> I'm so not falling for it. Unbelievable. Well, you know, we are, we, we are creatures who adapt to the, our, on, our environment. So really, frankly speaking, that's re- what you just said is very, it, it, it's appropriate. And I'm so happy to see you as well, because this is the way of the world now, you know? Well, you know, Don't technically you I do see you because I have, your, I have your bio and your picture right in front of me, and I've seen you so many times in the last month, and it's so cool. Bill Walsh brought you into my life and vice versa, and I saw you united for good, yeah. and, and you, were, you were just in Atlantis for Mother's Day, right? Yes, I was. Yes, yes, I, yes. I'm still trying to recover. Ooh. And, well, you're playing a really big game in life. You're you're winning awards. You're going to masterminds, and you're going to really cool places. So, talk about what you learned, and and give a big shout out to Bill and, and what he's creating for you in in your life. Okay, Ken, I'm glad you asked that question. Uh, as Gita said, I have retired from uh, law enforcement after 29 years. So that was 29 years of my life that I spent in one place. And, of course, as I said, we adapt to our environment. So that means that when we're working for someone else in corporate America, we have to play by their rules. And, uh, of course, I was conditioned those 29 years. I knew the rules of the game. I knew, you know, all all of the ins and outs of whatever. 
But what happens is that when we transition, when we retire, we have to prepare for retirement. And I think that's where a lot of people drop the ball. We have this, uh, this I guess, fantasy that we're going to retire and just do nothing or just retire and travel. But I sat back in my organization and I watched other people. Many times they would come back. Some people would come back to work. They would leave a high position and they would come back to work. I knew it wasn't the money. Um, and so, of course, I would, or either I would see them out working somewhere else. And to me, that just didn't add up. You leave all the, the, the money that you're making and then the benefits that we had. You work in some place where you don't have as much. And, of course, I, when I inquired, I asked questions. I asked questions, and I found the thing I heard the most was that people were bored. So that, of course, they say uh, a wise person, a smart person learn from their own mistakes, but a wise person learn from the mistakes of others. And so I took that and I decided two years prior to retiring that I had better get myself to, to position myself, you know, because my goal was not to go back to work for anyone, you know, and um, that's exactly what I did. So I started off with a multi-level marketing business, which I still market legal and identity theft plans. And that basically I didn't know it was going to take me into this arena. But as we all know, business is about numbers. So, of course, I do well in, in that arena, uh, but it took me into a lot of networking to get that information out there. And then, of course, when I started networking, what happens when you go out to connect? And I heard Peggy said earlier, and that's my tagline for my business, Unity and Service. I am the CEO. And my tagline is people need people. You know, what happens when I started going out networking, I realized, oh, my God, me being multi-level uh, entrepreneur is not really, it's not nearly enough, you know, because uh, I had to learn uh, through, through Women's Prosperity Network uh, as I took the public speaking training last year, my first two-day two training uh, with uh, Women's Prosperity Network. I learned that uh, you're not that company. You're not Legal Shield. Your name is Pat. What do you have to offer? And now I began to have, I had to start searching myself. What do I have to offer society? And that's when I realized that, uh, you know, uh, first of all, that's when I realized that I, 29 years, I had better have something to offer. And uh, I love coaching. I love, actually, I did a lot of that. I did a lot of training in my career. I, I help people promote to the next level of supervision. Uh, on my own time at libraries and different type, things of that nature, uh, I created uh, manuals. They basically, I created questions, questions from every policy that was on the test or every book that was on the test for the promotion exam. And sometimes we forget the good things that we've done or we forget the things that really catapults us into the, 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 our next dimension. And that's why I said I had to do some soul searching. And I'm like, wow, I have a lot to offer, you know. And that is my experience alone, you know, and the knowledge that I obtained to help others succeed you know, I decided to bring that into the entrepreneur arena because I do see some things that we as entrepreneurs are doing, some people, and they just to say you're an entrepreneur, but it's, it's one thing, but to really be grounded and have a good foundation is what is going to help us succeed. So what I basically do is share what I did with others, along with the coaching uh, and those things, whatever it takes, you know. And I found myself doing a lot of, uh, being that I am on social media a lot, there are times that people, I guess, they draw from my energy. And I found myself doing a lot of offline coaching, if you will. I didn't call it coaching. But now, now that I've grown with Bill and with Nancy, Women's Prosperity Networking, and other organizations that I'm in um, who I have mentors, I've learned that I was coaching all along. People would call me strangers from other states. 
and ladies and they wanted to they wanted what I had or they was going through something and I had to pick I, I had to share my information and tell what I had what I knew and I'd pick them up you know and uh, quite a few relationships I've taken offline you know uh, I host networking events as well and um, so basically my, my whole uh, I'm just excited about meeting people I'm excited about learning um, there's so much to learn in this arena uh, just in life and in general but social media technology all of this stuff is just so much you know and that's basically what uh, when I went this past January I took January I took Bill's training and that was a five day boot camp because I, you never I, I needed more I needed more I needed to know how to bring the services that I was marketing into public speaking because I do enjoy speaking um, so basically that's what I did well you hide that well put some things together. Patricia, you hide that well. <laughs> I hide what you like, you like you're right. <laughs> I wanted to ask you a question. Why are you so shy? Why are you so shy? I like that. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, why are you so shy? I just want to know why. Well, I tell you what, uh, one good thing I can say about it, if everybody was quiet like you, Ken, I think this would be a boring place. So, you know, we have to have a variety. <laughs> well, why do you think I brought you on the show? I said, this show is going to be utter silence if we don't bring Patricia on. So everyone was, in, we all said yes, very quietly, but we said yes together in harmony. And so we brought you on the show. And uh, Well, I'm glad to about, be here. And thank you for setting this platform for all of us. This is, this is awesome. Good well, job. You know, the, awesome. the show is amplified and you have been chosen because you're a leader and you are contributing to the world, you are actually looking at philanthropy. And, I, you know, what award did you get at the United for Good? Say again, what did I get? Say, something, say again. When you, when you participated in Unite for Good, what was the award that you were uh, acknowledged for? Oh, I was acknowledged for the business. It was a, called the Business Icon Award. Okay. That was the Social Business Icon Award. And um, basically, like I said, you know, being with people, uh, people, even you, you said you see me on Facebook, on uh, Facebook and stuff. People see you grow. So Bill, Bill took, he, 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 he invested, we've invested in ourselves. And um, I, I can certainly say I've been following Bill for a while. I just, you know, I would take a little something that he offered here, a little something. But I, I, I went all in when it came time for me to uh, do the public speaking boot camp and people see you grow. And one thing I can say about Bill is that he acknowledges uh, what we do, uh, our achievements. He gives us the recognition. And I don't want to leave Allison out of that either. You know, um, Allison, if she's still on the line, you know, I admire her what she does too because people do like recognition. Geeta, same thing. I mean, I, the, the little text messages that I get from Geeta, the little smiley things, the little whatever, the little mojos that she send me. Everybody <laughs> likes to be recognized. And the bottom line is this priceless, you know. Um, so basically, out of Unite for Good was awesome. The, the winning the award was awesome. Being a part of that uh, organization. You know, and their ultimate goal for that organization was awesome. You know, so I am a giver. So, you know, uh, I, I, I just give. I just give. And you know what I've learned? It comes back every time. It comes back in so many ways. I agree so with you. So good. Nancy Matthews. Yeah. Nancy, yeah, Ma Nancy Matthews was a big part of your life, too, because she helped uh, you contribute to a book. Is that correct? 
Who? Who was that? Who, did you do a book? You uh, contributed to a book? Yes. And yes, book the was book that? was with the Women's Prosperity Network. I have on my earphones. For some reason, my volume on my phone is not very loud. But at any rate, so y'all forgive me if I ask you to repeat yourself. Um, but at any rate, yet yeah, I'm trying to be still because I don't want to lose this call. But yes, the book was with uh, Women's Prosperity Network, and Geese and I are in the same organization. And um, I was in the volume three, Journey to the Stage, and that was huge for me. That was huge because when I went out, uh, started as an entrepreneur, and once I retired, I went in all, all in. And everything that you all said an entrepreneur should do is what I'm trying to do. You know, in order to be a good leader, we must be a good follower. So uh, they said, we, we need a book. So, of course, I'm going to be honest, I didn't want to write a book. I mean, the bottom line with me, I feared writing a book. Um, I procrastinated writing and all that, other, everything that goes with the emotional part of it because I did not want to regurgitate some stuff that, uh, that, that needs to go in a book that's going to really benefit other people. You know, my 29 years, I had some challenges in those 29 years. You know, but when I took that first speaking training, uh, they sort of tapped into a little piece of uh, a part of my life that I would not have normally shared about. And that is what took me into the multi-level marketing, the legal and identity theft plans, because I, I spent a lot of money. Uh, high, I put this way, I spent high, I would high retainer fees to uh, hire attorneys during my 29 years because the bargaining unit wasn't working for the, some of the employees. It doesn't work. So sometimes you have to go outside and do what you need to do to get make sure your rights are not violated, you know, or make sure that justice is done if your rights are violated. So it's interesting. It's interesting. You know, when I look back over my life, it's amazing to me how it all came together. I got a lot of accolades, but I had my challenges, and I see today that those challenges have catapulted me to where, to where I am right now, and I needed everything that I, 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 I was, uh, you know, I, I was faced with. You know, and I was able to help other people. Even during my career, I was able to help other people because they saw my perseverance. And I saw people leave the organization because they was fed up. I saw people retire early because they was fed up. I saw people commit suicide, you know. But I'm grateful today that uh, I stood fast. I stood fast and I kept my eyes on the prize, which was my retirement check for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, that's cool. You know, so I, so when you couldn't hear me before, I was saying Nancy Matthews was the person who put together the book that you're in. It was yes. Nancy Matthews. Okay. Yes. And so I just wanted the audience to hear what a contribution she made to your life because she's done that for a lot of people. And I find that uh, contributing author books are really a, a leap, uh, a, a leap board effect for people to get a chapter done and it builds into a book. So I know with uh, all the stuff you've shared on this program that you have a book in you that's going to be explosive and it's going to really inspire people. <laughs> I want to give you an opportunity to share how people can connect with you. Okay. Well, if you want to, could people want to connect with me, I, I think I have a few callers on the line, but if people want to connect with me, you can find me, uh, you can email me at patpat at Unity and Service, Unity I-N Service dot com. I have several emails, but we're going to give that one out today. Um, we, want, we want your top at, seven emails. Your top seven emails. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, kid? <laughs> oh, kid, I'm going to keep it still for today. Yeah. <laughs> or you can pat, pat at Unity in I-N Service dot com. Or you can find me at Unity and A-N-D Service at gmail.com. 
Y'all told me don't use Gmail in, 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 as an entrepreneur, so I had to do something different. <laughs> well, that, that was good advice, and we're going to make sure that this information is also on the uh, post-show social media uh, comment section. And we were so fast about getting over to Allison, we did not give Peggy a chance to say how people could connect with her. So, Peggy, would you please share how people can connect with you? And then we're going to go into rapid fire, an opportunity for all three of you to give quick answers to quick questions so the audience gets to know you better. Peggy, what is the way that people can reach out, uh, connect with you? Awesome. Thanks for circling back around to me, Ken. Um, you can reach me at the easiest way is Peggy Lee at PeggyLeeHanson.com. And I'm all over social media, LinkedIn, Amazon, uh, Twitter, Facebook as Peggy Lee Hanson, all one string. And uh, so that's the easiest way. And if anybody's interested in uh, finding out more about being in the next edition of Courage Under Siege, um, you can go to courageundersiege.com and read the information there. And then you can contact me if you have any questions as well. All right. Well, we are going to go into a complex rapid-fire round where I will ask the first question, then it will be followed by Gita and then Joyce, and then the three people answering are obviously the three of you, and we'll do it in alphabetical order, Allison, Patricia, and Peggy. So since we've spoken so much about books, I would like to know the book is your life. We go to Patricia. Patricia, what book changed your life? What book do I like the most? Okay, sure. Is that the question? Well, first of all, I'm going to say Journey to the Stage. Yes, I love, love, love my book, of course, because this is, uh, you know, that was a dream come true. But one book that I read the most uh, as, as it relates to my growth in this profession and just the everyday life is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. I, I can't get out of that book. And I have tons of other books. Mm. Okay. Think and Grow Thank Rich you. is one of my favorite books. Thank you. Are you there? I am. So my favorite book, I'm going to have to go along with Pat and say, well, right now my favorite book is Courage Under Siege, Adversity to Victory. Um, but one of the books that have changed my life to begin with was um, The Master Key System by Charles F. Hall, who was basically um, Napoleon Hill's mentor. He looked up to him. Mm-hmm. And how, how Think and Grow Rich got started. Okay, Gita, go ahead. Hi. Uh, my favorite question is, what is your favorite quote? Favorite quote? Pat? My, is it Pat? I thought Allison was going first. Is Allison, Allison on the line? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm on the line. I'm just waiting oh. for the question directed to myself. <laughs> okay. Gita, you want to go ahead? Your favorite quote, Allison? Oh, my favorite quote. It's by um, Maya Angelou. And she says, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. Beautiful. Thank you. Awesome. Patricia? Patricia. Okay. And for me, my my favorite quote is a quote I created created myself. And I take it with me everywhere I go. And it says, challenges. Challenges set the platform for my success. Challenges has set the platform mm. for my success. Mm. Okay. And Peggy? 
My quote comes from Miracle on 34th Street when Susan's in the back seat writing with her mom and boyfriend and says, I believe, I believe. It's silly, but I believe. Awesome. Okay, Allison, I want to know what's your favorite thing to do when you're uh, in your off time? Tell us something research. personal about you. <laughs> yeah, research. What am I often I like to research? To find out ways that I can help the children in Haiti. Okay. How about you, Patricia? I don't have off time, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. In my off time, I enjoy gay lives. I enjoy going out to dress up. I enjoy good eating. And I love my pictures, my selfie, and that's what I enjoy doing. Along, and the last thing is jet skiing when I get an opportunity. Okay. How about you, Peggy? Oh, in my off time, I love spending time with my husband, kids, and grandboys. Perfect. All right. So this is going to be a rapid-fire answer as we're getting down the last couple of minutes. Allison, what are you most proud of? Um, I'm most proud of having being able to spend time with my mom, who has been Trinidad away from me. So I'm all, most proud of making the time to do that. And what's her name? Her name is Adele. Cool. And Patricia? I'm most proud of the fact that I have achieved as much as I have in the time that I have. And I'm in good health. I'm very grateful for that. Um, having spent 29 years in one place, I'm very grateful that I have transitioned to corporate, I mean, to entrepreneur as well as I have. That's huge for me. That's huge. Great. Peggy? What I'm most proud of is being released uh, after 20 years of corporate work and to find myself here today talking with everyone here who's listening on the, the phone and then this show that I can touch so many lives and so quickly. Okay, so Gita and Joyce asked me to ask this question. We've never asked this question before, but it's a chance to pay it forward, and since this is about Mother's Day, um, I wanted to ask who you would like to hear amplified on our show next. Allison? Hmm. Who would I like? That's a tough That's a tough one. There's so many people. Well, you can name one or two if you want. <laughs> um, man. Jillian Sowetchko. Okay. Would definitely be one. Um, and, um, well, we'll let, we'll let, well, you only need one, so go ahead. Okay, sure. good. Okay, so, yeah, Jillian Sowetchko. Okay, for me, I would like to, I don't know if you've had it yet, but I would like to uh, have Nancy Matthews on your show. We did, and I should have told you that earlier. That's why we were so excited about mentioning oh. it when you mentioned your book. But well, we I have let another one I would love, love to bring in. I would love to bring Ann McNeil. That's another one of my mentors as well. Okay, and Peggy? You may not know who she is, but she's a powerful woman. Well, you, you'll connect her to Gita. And Peggy? I would like to see Pamela Toussaint. She is the audacious okay. woman. Okay, and since we are talking about it being a Mother's Day theme, who is a woman leader that was a mother that has, is worthy of mention for inspiration. Go ahead, Allison. Jillian Selechko. She's a mother of five. She's a grandmother. She's 73 years old, and she's a dynamo. 
Awesome. So this is really a nice connection. Okay. And Tricia? A mother. Could you ask the question again? Who's a mother? A woman leader who is a mother too. Yes. Okay. A woman leader who is a mother also. Mm. Peggy, you can go ahead while she's thinking. Yeah. Yeah, here I go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about open, open on it. I can. I can go. All right. Maya Angelou. She had one son, but boy, she has raised so many others along with alongside him. And Joyce, we have a couple seconds left. Joyce, do you, want, do you have someone you'd like to mention? Um, for a, a woman that was a mother, for that question, uh, I'd like leader, to mention Helen Keller. Yeah, Helen Keller. Okay, and she's, she's also my favorite quote, so I like to focus on her. Awesome. And what what, what quote is that? Uh, her quote is, I am only one, but I am one. And I think that's so powerful, especially with the pause in there. Because lots awesome. of times we think we're just, just oh, it's just me. But well, I'd it like is to finish just this, me. I'd like to finish the show by acknowledging my mother, because without her, not only would I not be born, but the Umbrella Syndicate amplified and all the things that she told me are possible and that one could make a difference in the world. She has been uh, my biggest fan, and I miss her very much. So, all three of you have been amplified. Thank you, Joyce, for being part of the show. And (laughs) we look forward to having this on social media and waking the world up how great you are. Thank you very much. Thank Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashawn again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.